Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I am bringing you a day after Christmas recording. I'm jumping into the goal conversation. I know we're a few days away from the New Year's rolling around, and um, I'm really excited about things that I um, I feel like God is just speaking about goals in this time of year and having a vision for your life. And I know for many of you that this whole concept excites you a lot and you're like, I slam at goals. I love setting goals. And then some of you go, I hate goals. I don't want to do it. It's kind of the same. It's a relationship like our bodies. We obsess or neglect. And so um, I want to get us all back into the midline, you know, like, If you've already got your goals all ready to go, maybe can I get you to just exhale, release them a little bit and listen to today's podcast and see if you have done these six things um, even before you have made a goal. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. So I'm not even at goals yet. We're talking about what to do to find your goal, to get the vision for your life. Some mind body things I want you to do. And if you're someone that has just said, I don't do goals, I always fail at it. Listen today, come back into the conversation uh, and get excited because it's not as difficult as we have made it. This uh, podcast is probably going to do about four, a little four-part series on this to get you all ready for the new year. Um, but we're going to start today about just getting the vision, finding the vision. We're not even talking about the legs that you'll need to do the vision or the goal. We're just going to let's find that one for you. Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions. You're going to want a pen and paper and journal it. And um, let's get excited. I'm really, truly, truly excited about this year, 2019. It's going to be extravagant and immeasurably more. Now, don't forget, you have about, goodness, I think about nine days left or so to join the Little Way Challenge, our New Year Faith Then Food and Fitness Challenge. This is specifically exactly why you find this vision, this goal, and then let's bring it into the 30-day challenge together. You guys, this is not, we're not gonna get crazy. While the rest of the world gets kind of big, takes on more than they can chew, we want you to bring this goal you have, this vision for your life, and we're gonna work it out with this mind-body training, small sustainable steps for 30 days. You get uh, menus, food planning. We do talk about food. We do practical things though when it comes to food for the four weeks. Fitness, we're cashing in on science at only 10 minutes a day of movement. If you wanna do more, you'll be invited to do a little bit more. But if you're just getting going or you don't have the time and you just, you, you're just throwing out that all or nothing mentality, The 10 minutes is gonna be beautiful and wonderful for your body, but more so for your mind. Y'all, it all starts in the mind. If we can get this mind ready, prepared, then the heart has a chance to speak and the body gets to execute the dreams and desires that you have. So sign up for The Little Way. There's a link here in the show notes. Sign-ups close on Friday, January 4th at 11.59 p.m. We launch it on January 7th. We are off to the races. And finally, Rev on the Road, Temecula, California. I will be there in January to find out more about this two-day live event. Go, and again in the show notes, go to our live events on our website, and you'll see where I'm coming to you for a two-day in-person, must-be-experienced experience of Rev on the Road, Bible study, community, movement, prayer, laughter, 
tears, all the things to unstick you this year and move you towards the vision for your life of loving God, getting healthy, being whole, and loving others. All right, friends, love you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out today. Share this with someone. We love it when you share. You can find me over on Instagram and tell me what you thought too. All right, we'll talk soon. Peace. Today, I will talk specifically about health and wellness and fitness because let's just say it, most people, majority of people when it comes to the New Year's resolution thing, health is all, 85% is one of the goals. 85% of the people will have that goal of something having to do with their health. They want to they want to lose weight, they want to get in better shape, which is always a funny word because everyone has a shape, just be your shape. But here's what we always go for here in Revelation Wellness. We want to know how you're feeling. How do you feel? Amen. How do you feel? Do you have energy? Do you feel brain foggy? Do your muscles ache? Do you sleep well? Honestly, energy, 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 energy. At the end of the day, it's how much energy we have and we use. Are we marginal? Are we saving some and restoring some? Or do we kind of go all out all the time? I'm guilty of that. And then I burn out. So this year, I feel like God's showing me specifically the goals that I need to work on. So around here in Revelation Wellness, if it's your first time connecting with us, you need to know we do holistic health, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Mind, body, soul, and spirit. Mind, your thoughts, cognitive thinking, ability, information, retaining it, memory, uh, having attention span, learning new things, always the neuroplasticity. Your mind is amazing and it's always wants to be grown and developed and yet it also always wants to reserve energy. You have a heart, your heart, a, a place, an emotion, a seat of appetites and kind of desires and things that you, 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 you long for or dream for. Your mind just goes whatever you want, but that, that heart place. And then you have a soul, mind, body, soul. Your soul makes you uniquely you uniquely you it's the thing it's a reason you like specific music specific food it 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 it, your dreams or desires that's why there's no one person or no two people in the world who have dreamed and desired alike they might have the same dreams but how they do it will be unique and and the voice of yourself the world is waiting for so the soul is the place and so that's very those three parts everyone in the world in the wellness world will say yes mind body soul wellness but we go to the spirit what is the spirit the spirit is the ability to know god it's the thing that calls us to eternity it's the thing that says i wish it wasn't this way can i get an amen that's where you know and everyone has a spirit an ability to know god it's a matter of if we're feeding it paying attention to it cultivating it watering it and that honestly for us here in revelation wellness that's what we tend to first life according to the spirit god breathed into me and because god breathed i have life and now my soul my heart and my mind my soul my thinking and my feeling all have to get in line with the spirit <laughs> so that's why i wrote this book called the wellness revelation if you have struggled with your weight obsessing neglecting i love all your amens thank you yeah don't forget to tell me where you guys are too if you're coming in i'm really fascinated i would love to know if there's anyone outside of this country of the United States. 
All right, so that is why we really do everything different here. And so if you have done New Year's resolutions in the past and nothing changes, nothing sticks, uh, and you've never thought about the spiritual aspect of who you are, hang out with us. We have a 30-day challenge coming up. It's pick your price. As little as $10 gets you in. I put it in the link above here. So consider signing up and joining because you're going to think about your health, your body, your wellness, your desires, your food, your fitness, putting that that element of who you are first, the spiritual part of who you are. We're not trying to disengage from the world and be these really ethereal spiritual beings. We're actually trying to put on our whole self and get about whatever it is you've been created to do. So I would love it if you have goals and dreams. So here's what I would love to know. If you know what your goal is for this year, something that God has said, this is a year I want you to focus on, uh, I would love for you to put it in the chat. And tell us, tell me what that is. Uh, maybe you have a word or something that you feel like that is what um, God is is stirring in me, and or I have an idea. That's what maybe you even saw it on an infomercial, or you saw some other personal development person talk about it. Whatever it is, it stirred up your soul. It stirred up your soul, your desire, and it's got you thinking, and it's got you feeling. And I love that it's. It's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's a good, good thing. Let's not let dread or the fear of what how we failed in the past keep us from expectation that something new can happen right now. Something new can happen. Okay, so goal setting is really what I'm talking about today. And I want, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to think I'm going to do this in three parts, but today I want to be specific about one thing. Before you commit to this goal, I want to ask you this question. Have you considered this? First of all, Proverbs 29.8 says, where there is no vision or even, I have to say, where there is no hope for the future, where there is no, even a resolution is really to say, I'm resolving this year to do this. I have hope for this this year, and I'm going to participate in it. I'm not just going to hope for it. I'm going to be an active participant in this vision. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Proverbs 29, 18. The whole book of Proverbs is all knowledge and wisdom book. It's so amazing. But where there is no vision, people perish. You guys, vision cannot just happen once a year. <laughs> Once a year, because everyone's collectively sitting down with their pretty journals and their all these amazing tools, which I love. And I I bought like three different ones, which I don't even know why. I was just like, I, I was curious about this, this program, this goal setting or this one, which is just fun for me to just look and see what's there. But I'm going to have to settle down into one thing that's going to work for me. And it might be bits and pieces of everything that works for me and the vision and my soul and my thoughts and my feelings. But I need vision not just once a year, every day, looking and reassessing and reconnecting back to the vision. The reason we often don't connect back to the vision is because we fear failing, that we didn't meet up to some standard or expectation. Now, we hold tension in life. The gospel holds tension. God saves and we participate. So who is it, God or me? Yes, both. You, God saves, yes. But transformation, changing and becoming my new self requires the tension of me, the development of me, the obedience of me, the dying off of old things and lies, lies that keep me from living a full life. So there's this, this healthy tension that we have. 
And every time we set a goal for ourselves or we think we're going to do something new, we've got to be willing to come back and say, how am I doing with that goal? How am I doing? And then we have to throw off whatever, if the expectancy of what we hoped for, we didn't make it, we have to throw off condemnation and shame. I think God is such a good father. He just says, did you keep the goal in front of you? Are you still willing to keep going after it? Don't worry if you didn't get an A++ on the test. Did you try hard? Did you do your best with what you had? Did you do your best? Because the kids got sick and you could only do this. And that's why we have to continually throw off the things that the world tries to tell you. Well, you should be here by now. The goal should look like this. And then we just throw the baby out with the bathwater and we stop and we forget. And we just go, I'm not doing New Year's resolutions ever again. Because I'm terrible at them and I can't do them. So we have to get back. Vision is good. Vision isn't just once a year. It's every day, once a week. I'm going to really move into a season, especially with a little way of talking about practical things, little things we can do every day to just keep some holy, healthy habits moving along. Not religion, not like white knuckling it, but, but awareness mindfulness. How am I doing? (laughs) Am I getting some feedback? Let me think about this again. But we don't want to think about it if the brain is traumatized and we've assumed if I don't nail it, that's called a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset says it has to be this way or I'm terrible. A changed mindset, an evolving mindset says, no, I can keep trying. I can keep going. So I want to press in today to this topic a little bit more of the vision. Vision is good. You want one, you need one, and to have one is not just once a year. So think about what that's going to look like. Everyone get excited about a journal. Do you have a brand new journal for the year? Maybe it's a goal-setting journal or something. Did you go to Target? Did you go to Walmart? Find yourself that journal. I'm a big believer. We have a podcast. This is actually being turned into a podcast about the, the science and the power of journaling, writing down what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and then also what you're hoping for, the things that you're working through. It's so powerful. So get yourself a notebook. Now, the first thing, you guys, vision. The word vision, as it's used here biblically, because we're talking about the spirit, it means to see, perceive, look, behold, prophecy or provide to see let me say it again to see perceive perceiving is a funny word perceiving means to see beyond what is seen it almost goes into the unseen it's like um a a a tree you can see the tree but can you perceive that it has roots because if the perceiving is this I perceive something is giving that thing life. It's not just standing on top of the earth. It is has something underneath it. To perceive is to have this ability to see unseen things. It's a hiddenness factor. And that's that's your first thing. If you're setting a goal based on what you've seen because someone else has it, probably need to stop before you you go any further. Because a vision for your life requires you to have a personal vision. It has to be yours. Vision, perceiving, beholding, it requires a sense of introspection. You have to look within. Here's the thing about vision. You guys, vision, seeing, 
the ability to see and perceive, it's a personal prescription. (laughs) I just put on my glasses because we all have a personal RX prescription for a vision, especially when you're living according to that spirit place. Now, if I don't have a spirit, if I don't want to tend to that, then I'll just look around and go, okay, what's really popular right now? What's trending? What's Pinteresting? What's what's Googling? And that's what my soul will gravitate towards. And then my mind and my heart will go, okay, let's make that happen. And yet we'll wonder why we lack satisfaction. Why are we not excited about it? Why is it not fulfilling me? Well, because God, who is the way, the truth, and the life, who sends his son Jesus to die for us, to make a way for us to have life now, 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 right now, is saying, I want to give you a vision that's greater than what you can see or what the world is showing you. So the vision and goal for your life must be clear for you. It has to have clarity. It's a personal prescription for you. So I'm about to tell you, I'm going to say about five, six things that you want to do before you even set a goal. And then I'm going to do another Facebook Live on specifically on goal setting on once you figure out what that goal is. But the first thing you have to do is get clear. You have to have clarity about your personal prescription, your personal vision. First thing, you have to settle down. You have to settle down and get quiet. (laughs) get quiet. You have to get quiet. You guys, I, I say this a lot. There are things I feel like God's showing me that there, this is going to be like, um, people that were, that went to the West and discovered gold when there were gold in the mountains. They were the first, they're the pioneers to go there and get it right now. In the time we live in people that are pioneers and going to find wealth in the, like in the world and gold and resource are the ones who are going to know how to be quiet how to be mindful, how to meditate, how to push away from the chaos and the energy and the, and the, and the scrolling and the information and pull back and perceive and have a vision and look within and find it because it is within us. The God, Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit says in uh, Romans 8 that the, the Spirit brings life and peace. The Spirit, Galatians 5, it says it's the job of the Spirit to pull us towards, to convince us towards the things of God. Come on, if you're going to make a vision, would you like to have a vision that you have? Or how about a vision that God has? Which which one? Which one do you think is going to like rock the world? <laughs> the one who founded the world, who has a vision. You have to pull back, get quiet, settle down, and perceive into you. The second thing you need to do, and I just said it, look inward, settle down, Look inward. So just kind of like, okay, God, Holy Spirit in me, let's see. What do you see when you look inside me? What do you see? Third thing you want to do now, this is where it gets bold. This is where you're going to have to get your courage on. You ready? You're going to have to ask the question, what hurts? What hurts? Because if I don't tend to what's aching and what's hurting, that I'm just going to add more things to do on top of all these other things. And then I'll fail that because God is a healer. <laughs> he comes to kill, still and destroy the things that try to kill, still and destroy you. So you would have abundant life, 
life flowing through you. And if things can't flow through you, if there's some leaks, there's some things leaking out of you, there's some holes and some hurts, some wounds, some hangups, some habits, there's some things that steal this flow coming through you. So go ahead and go, what hurts? What hurts right now? Um, for me personally, I'll just make this personally. For me, I find what, what's been hurting often and it's a pattern for me is I just will get, I have, a, I have a lot of energy, I have a lot of joy, but then I'll just get punctured and like it will fall out of me and then I'll be tired. Like in a 48 hour day, I'll just flip and I'm exhausted again. I'll be like, what happened? What, what's going on, God? So I've been talking to him and perceiving like what is going on behind this this um, this drain, this this pull. And he made it really clear to me about what I need to do. I'm not going to go into that detail right now because I'll wait to the next one with you. But it, I had to get, what what is it? Why does this happen? And it was so cool. So now I'm really excited because I was able to go, oh, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. But I have to look at what's hurting. So write down what's hurting. Um, and now I'm going to talk about, for me, again, it's not really my body per se, um, but I use my movement, my health, my well, everything to, that's going to then support this goal that I want to work towards this year, this new rhythm, this new habit for the next year. So I'm just going to be real practical for those of you that have, that you're like, my body hurts, Lisa. I'm here because I hurt and I want to feel better in my body. That's a great goal. Like I said, 85% of people are putting that one on their list. And honestly, if there's only one to start with, start there. If you have no routine or habit of taking care of your energy, of giving yourself energy, of giving yourself good, well care, forget it. Game over. Don't even write another goal. Get into a habit of moving your body, making good choices. So you have to write what hurts. And when you begin to write what hurts, you can literally write, my knees hurt, my back hurt, I don't sleep well, whatever it is, write down. And again, I'm talking to those of you that don't have a wellness habit right now or a health habit, let's start there. I, this year will be different if you stay with us. Do the 30-day little way, stay with us, and this year will be different. The next thing, once you identify what hurts, then you want to ask yourself, why does it hurt? Why does it hurt? Now, I would no, I know like for those of you that go, my body hurts well, well, because I, one thing, I don't eat well, whatever you might say, I don't, I don't eat well. Cause that's 80% of it. I'm just telling you right now, when it comes to feeling well, what we put in our bodies, 80% of how we feel, 80% of what we get back, what goes in will come out, reaping and sowing. So what we're putting in. So to figure out why, I don't want you to stop. Just, now this is where I'm going to challenge you. Don't just stop it. Well, why? Yeah, because I'm eating cruddy. Okay, I want you now. You ready? Get courageous. Get ready. You're going to go to the internet, to this resource of information, and you're going to get so bold to Google, whatever it is, how does eating too much sugar affect my whatever it is? How does eating processed foods affect my whatever it is? You're going to find out. What I'm asking you to do is find out your why. Not just what hurts or what needs to change. Why? Why, why, why? If you don't know your why and it, you can't get it, I can't give you my why. You've got, you got to find your why. Why? 
finding out why it hurt for you, what is happening, that is knowledge, and then you, you're bought in more instead of somebody just told me to do this. So why does it hurt? You have to have courage to ask um, how, whatever that, whatever the things that are hurting you, look up how eating well or unhealthy eating or whatever it is, drinking too much soda or staying up too late, not having too much sleep. How does that affect my body? And go into the rabbit hole. See, we don't like, we, here's one we like to Google search when we're desperate and when we're in a lot of pain and we need something fixed. We're very reactive with the internet often. What if we became proactive? What if we put on our helmet of salvation, put on the armor, once you have your underarm, an underarmor of compassion, gentleness, patience, kindness, put that on first, then put on your armor and find out. You have to. This is so bold of you so that you have your own buy-in for your why. Why does it hurt? Find your why. The fifth thing you're going to do is begin to count what it's costing you. What is that habit? So we're really kind of deconstructing an old habit. And I know some people will tell you, well, let's not worry about what you're doing wrong. Just start doing things right. I'm like, I think you've got to figure out the, the undoing. There has to be the undoing, the excavation, the pulling up the ugly of the old so that you can plant something new, not just slapping something on top of a faulty foundation. What's it costing you? That's, that's, that's the next thing. What's it costing you? What's costing you maybe time or energy with your family? You're, uh, you cannot, you're grumpy. You feel like you, um, have a brain fog that you're not as productive as work. You know that you could be more creative. You, whatever it is, just sit down and write out, what is it costing me? It's really about, this is, this is it. This is what I'm saying, whatever that goal is, this is perceiving. This is vision for you. No one else told you what it is. You went and did some excavating, some seeing, some perceiving, some vision for your life. And then finally, and I'm going to, I'll, I'll do another podcast on this or another episode on this when we'll follow it up. Um, what will I pay? What am I willing to pay? Jesus himself talks about this in a parable about following him as a disciple. Before you follow him, you're going to need to count your costs. Before you're going to go after that vision, you need to count a cost. If a, if a king's going to go to war, he needs to figure out what are my resources? How many, how many uh, people do we have to go to battle? How many chariots? How many horses? You have to count the cost. So come up with what are you willing to pay? And now that's where the goal begins. That now we have, we're going to put legs on that goal. I'm going to do another uh, Facebook Live with you. It's going to be call. It's going to be specific about once you have the vision, now what? What's the goal? How do you put the goal into action? And it's super simple, super simple. And in line with simple, it is a setup for doing the little way with us. Again, if you are wanting small sustainable steps, mind, body, soul, spirit, and we're going to talk a lot about the mind-body connection, the heart, what am I thinking, what am I feeling, so that your soul can calm down and the spirit of God can come in and continue to revitalize the vision, continue to breathe into it so that you can sustain it and not just uh, fall off and then tuck it away and see, see, it never works. 
So get into the little way, click the link above, any donation amount gets you in because we're gonna keep doing this. Once you join, you're gonna be invited back into a personal, a personal Facebook page. Um, we're gonna have amazing coaches back there with you all month. I'm back there as well. I will be back there. We're also gonna give you some bonus podcast things that will come your way to keep this thing, this vision. And again, maybe for some of you, it has nothing to do with health and wellness. You have a vision to build a business, to build a ministry, to write a book, to um, s- adopt, to, to, to flourish it as a family or whatever that is. I promise you, I promise you, Doing the Little Way Challenge with that vision in mind will be so fruitful for you because when you move your body, we're going to keep that vision before us. When we come together, we're going to think it, we're going to be accountable. We're going to, we're not just going to wish it, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Blab it and grab it. No, we're going to, we're going to blab it. We're going to say it and we're going to take steps towards it with a vision that is yours and yours alone. So you got to get quiet. Maybe that's the big question I need to ask you all. Have you all done that? Have you all gotten quiet? That's the hard one. That is the hard one because we just kind of go, I think this is it and just keep going and marching along. Our brains never get a chance to make it personal for us to buy in and say, okay, as you wish. And then we can start putting some goals, some, uh, some legs on the goal. Okay, I'm going to pray for us, for all of us, as we're getting excited about what this year means, what we have in mind. I'm really super excited about what God's showing me. Um, It's going to cost me. Holy smoke, started writing out what it's going to cost me. Um, But I also know what I'm going to gain. And believe it or not, it's crazy. He's giving me such a vision for a risk. It's so risky what I'm about to do. And yet it's reasonable. Why? Because when God speaks it, it's extravagant. It's like, it's more than you could ask for. And it's going to require me to continually be in partnership and mindful. What's going on with me? How can I be of good service to others? How do I live beyond just me? But yet I still have to take good care of what's going on with me. You have to do that too. It's personal stewardship. Okay. Lord, thank you so much. God, thank you for Facebook Live. Thank you for Christmas, the day after, the family, the fun. God, we're ready. We're people that are ready. Um, we want to know what it is you want for us in 2019. So God, I I just declare uh, the people that are hearing this, that um, our eyes are seeing this, this Facebook Live or hearing this podcast, God, that you are speaking in a unique voice in a unique way and they're hushing the mouths of the world that's trying to assign a goal Um, anywhere that it's pinching or prodding god we throw it off and we invite your holy spirit to come which is gentle and kind with us and yet firm you have a goal a vision for our life an end in mind for us here on earth lord and we want to be a people pursuing that endlessly and relentlessly just as you do with your love for us god i pray that this season of this ministry and this holistic integration, heart, mind, soul, and strength living, God, that we would up it, (laughs) that it would just turn up a notch, that all of it here, there'd be greater revelation for people, greater empowerment, empowering of the Holy Spirit, greater authority that they take over their life, greater love for a world that does not have to agree with us, Lord, that we have chosen to Um, be a part of to be in it Lord and yet not taken captive by thoughts or lofty ideas 
God, we bring it all to you because you are the creator and the sustainer and the transformer of the world, of everything you've created. And we are part of that creative order. Thank you that you call us very, very good. God, you've crowned us high. You call us sons and daughters, and you've given this earth to steward, that we would steward it well, Lord. I pray for bodies to be healed in Jesus' name. I pray for inflammation to go down in Jesus' name, for food addiction to cease in this season now, because people have awakened to hear your voice, which is good and kind, and it calls us out of darkness. It pulls us out of the hiding places into the secret place where you speak to us, give us vision and hope for a future so we will not perish. God, more life on the earth through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. All right, Facebook Live, if you guys have a question, I'll stay back here for a second.